Thank you for tuning in to a new episode of Uniquely Spoken. My name is Red. Hey, how you doing? Uh, y'all, I got some questions and I need some answers. So the only thing I can say about this episode is buckle up. Buckle up. Because hopefully you are entertained by this foolishness. <laughs> Let's get into the show. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Come one, come all to this unique ball. Red people and honey buns alike. This is the place where we do nothing but let love unite. Hey, how you doing? In case you missed it in the intro, my name is Red. Thank you for tuning in to a new episode of Uniquely Spoken. It is greatly appreciated. Uh, Listen, if you've been here for a little while or you listen to like my last two episodes you know I said I was gonna be better about being consistent and I hate when I'm not I'm I'm, I promise you I'm beating myself up because I didn't put out an episode last week but the way that this weather is set up and because I record in the car (laughs) I swear it's like Satan is tap dancing in the day and frosted snowman is crip walking at night listen (laughs) <laughs> I'm not trying to make you give you give it a Jesus. I'm not trying to give you an excuse. I'm trying to give you a reason. Okay? But we're gonna be better. Um just a quick shift in the atmosphere, if you will. A shift in the schedule. Saturdays are gonna be after this episode, Saturdays is gonna be my main day to post. At least that's what I'm shooting for. Cause I think it'll work out better for me in the end if I can give y'all what y'all need on Saturday. That way you can take it through the rest of the week. Through the, uh, well, you at the weekend at that point. But you can take it into the next week, alright? So, let's move on and jump into just scrolling because y'all know my favorite saying. Uh, I just be scrolling across this ghetto-ass internet and if you heard my last episode, you heard me talk about the Rodney Reed case and how he is currently on death row um, being accused of mur- rape and murder of Stacy Stythe I believe that was her last name and all this evidence ended up coming out proving he was in a sense innocent and as of right now I'm giving you what my opinion and some fact but mostly my opinion You can go and look up, do your own research um, if you want more information. But as of right now, I believe that the execution has been or is paused because the trial is going to be opened back up and which is a good thing. But now a bunch of other stuff is starting to come out surrounding Rodney Reed. Um, I recently watched a video that Amanda Seal if you don't know who she is, look her up. Um, but I recently watched a video where she was one of the people that put forth the information. Hey, y'all signed this petition. This innocent black man is in jail for something he didn't do. Da, da, da. Well, she recently did a video talking about all of the facts weren't presented and talking about, you know, the movement of activism that's going on right now 
but all facts aren't being presented. Well, some of the facts that's starting to come out now is Rodney Reed's DNA was actually found in Stacy Stith. I believe it's her last name. We're gonna just say Stacy. Um, her his DNA was found inside of her. Um, his DNA has also been found linked to several other cases of rape, of attempted rape. Uh, there's a woman, I believe she said that she was from Wichita, who admitted, or not admitted, who came forth and said Rodney raped her. They did a rape kick and everything back then, and it came out that his DNA was was present and this was another white woman stacy was a white woman and now it's making people kind of question some things because it's like okay y'all wanted this man out and me included because i presented the information to you all um but this stuff is starting to come out that he's actually been linked to the rape of a 12 year old but because he was already on death row they decided not to try him um, or post the case against him or whatever. Since he was already on death row, he already had a death date. All of that said, there was, I guess the DA felt there was no reason to bring a case against him or at least another case. So now you have people that are backing on, a, like taking a step back from their word. You have people that are now saying he should go ahead and get the death penalty and you have people that are saying well i don't believe in death penalty but he's you know he he needs to be free listen me personally he needs to pay for his crimes do i believe in the death penalty mm, i don't want to say yes but i don't want to say no either i'm kind of in the middle of it I'm kind of in the middle, but for this man not to be tried for the rape of that. And there are victims of his who are still living that can testify against him, but they, for this man not to be tried because he was already on death row. That's a slap in the face to the victims who were courageous enough to come forward and who were courageous enough to confront their accuser or not accuser, their attacker so I apologize to you all who heard me speak and who heard me urge you to sign the petition Um, I apologize for not having all of the information and not doing per se as much research as I should have so Please forgive me. Charges in my head and not my heart. But we're going to move along. Once again, scrolling across this ghetto ass internet. And I see Portia Williams, who is a Real Housewives of Atlanta cast member. Um, I don't watch the show. I just know she's on that. But her and her fiance are getting a divorce not getting a divorce i'm sorry they weren't in- they weren't married they were engaged they're no longer engaged they have a child together but they're not together anymore apparently he was accused of cheating and there were other things involved but here's why i bring this story up 
because apparently he asked for the ring back. <laughs> Be what? <laughs> he asked for the engagement ring back. Now, uh, I believe the ring was around $250,000. It was worth $250,000, maybe a little more, a little less. But he wanted the ring back. Now, here's my thing. You ain't getting this ring back, pimp. Oh, you ain't getting this ring back, player pimp. Portia, um, who works on, I believe, Dish Nation, she said she gave the ring back and main one because he asked for it and two because she doesn't want anything to block um the relationship between him and his daughter a ring shouldn't block that that a a ring shouldn't have no bearing on him being a good father so she was like well i you know to die down on confusion and all of that i just gave it back i'm not gonna do anything with it like hell I won't <laughs> baby we, we finna have a nice vacation we gonna have a nice healing vacation with this $250,000 ring cause I'm finna pawn that bad boy I'm finna go on somebody's cruise Stella gonna get her groove back I'm gonna find me a young Jamaican and it's I'm finna live my best life we didn't work okay i accept that we did not work but once you give me a gift you give me a gift it's no longer yours it no longer belongs to you now in the eyes of the law that is a gift so jesus okay but in the eyes of the law that is considered a gift that is no longer your property yeah you paid for it but you gifted it to someone else now it was under the premise that you all were going to get married true enough but it didn't work and what you gonna do with the ring like gonna give it to somebody else or were you going to pawn it or give it back to the see a return policy something no this is mine this is my gift i'm i'm sorry no i'm not <laughs> no, I'm not. You ain't getting this ring back, player pimp. Um, I need you to pick up the baby on Tuesday at 3.45 p.m. That's what time she needs to be picked up from the daycare. Because that's the day I'm leaving for my cruise. My healing cruise. Where I'm going to go find me a young Jamaican. So, moving on. Because this, I guess this is just what is usually known as cuffing season. is just a season of breakups. Because Niecy Nash... Um, she is an actress who I'm obsessed with her show Claws right now. I can't wait for the new season to come out. But Niecy Nash uh, is getting a divorce in the process of getting a divorce from her husband or ex-husband. I believe his name is Jeremy or Jaren is something that start with a J. But he's they are in the midst of getting a divorce and she said that their love still remains the love is just in a different form of friendship at this point they realize that they are better off as friends than they are husband and wife they got married in 2011 and it was announced they both announced i think via instagram on october 30th of this year that they were getting a divorce now here's why i bring that up 
one i love to see them together as a couple because they genuinely look like friends that just so happened to be married they were always laughing and smiling and stuff together and i believe she touched on a couple reasons why it didn't work but mainly they're they both decided that they're better off as friends they're close friends now i bring this up because nisi nash made a comment saying that whenever we're gonna call him jeremy jeremy gets into a new relationship whenever he's ready to date that she would have to interview the girl that he he chooses to be with Mm, excuse me no you're not she said because she wants to make sure that he's being taken care of Mm, excuse me ma'am excuse me um pick me uh you mean you want to make sure he's being taken care of in a way that you couldn't take care of him because this is no longer your husband this is now your friend he's your ex-husband um you want to make sure that i'm doing the things that you couldn't do or you stopped doing or you wouldn't do um this is a grown-ass man i'll wait because what you're not gonna do is you're not gonna sit and interview me as if you finna sign a check for me dating him this is a grown man now i've seen like i've tried to see it from both sides uh people were commenting saying of course they wouldn't go through that because you're putting a new person in an awkward position people are also saying that well if they're friends if if you have a group of females close females and you tell your female friends hey i'm into this person your female friends are going to have questions they're going to have questions for whoever you're with and excuse me and why not you know it's just the same thing the roles are just a little different because they used to be married um what was the other side of it she wanted to make sure he was going to be okay uh you had people that was that are like me that's like yo he a grown man if he doesn't feel like he's going to be okay, then he'll he gonna be man enough to say, hey, this isn't going to work. But you add into this process. Now it's one thing because they don't have children together, but they were a blended family. As I said, they got married in 2011. So of course, with them being a blended family, their kids are more than likely close. His kids are you know, going to look at her a certain way and he, her kids are going to look at him a certain way. So y'all will probably still always be connected. My thing would be as the new, as the new bay, these feelings coming back, that would be another thing. Like sis, when you say y'all friends, like y'all talking every day. Cause I don't, I don't particularly want somebody that i'm dating to be close friends with his ex and that could just be me but i don't need you to know what my significant other is working with Uh uh-uh because i don't ever want you to come to me and be like girl yeah did they do a b c or d Uh you want you and then i don't understand the whole thing about sitting down and talking to and interviewing the person and making sure they're gonna be the right fit yada yada because what, what's gonna happen during the interview your some of your old feelings may come back because i feel like that's putting you in a raw position like even though the love is there as a friend 
that's putting you in a wrong position because this is still your ex-husband you shared a life with this man and then you look at me looking at me as a new bae I'd be wrong if I tell you all the freaking nasty dirty things I'm finna do to your ex-husband but hey that's just me that's just my opinion I'm just telling you what I came across scrolling across this ghetto ass internet so you remember I said in the intro I got a question right I have questions and I need answers so sometimes you watch some things and you come across something that just catches you off guard all right I don't know how many of you like watching divorce court because sometimes it's, it's some interesting things that happen during divorce court but this is where my question comes from if you are in a relationship and your significant other's mother is heavily of heavily heavily jesus i can't get through the english language today father um <laughs> but is if let's say you're married okay we'll do this we're gonna scratch and restart you're married and your mother-in-law is involved in your marriage or not even involved in your marriage something happens to where your mother-in-law has to come live with you do you a allow it to happen if in the past your mother-in-law has caused some type of static between you and your husband or wife your significant other or do you shut it down immediately because like when I say this 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 episode that I watched. So the mom, Brenda, moved in with her son Jacoby and his wife Kim. And she moved in because like I said she fell on hard times, but she lived with them for between 3 between 3 to 6 years. Now, Jacoby and Kim both said that she didn't pay rent she lived there no without paying bills whatever whatever now brenda said no i gave you money it may not been consistent but i gave you money and i watched the kids when you need me to watch the kids like brenda just brought in a bunch of confusion brenda also was communicating with jacoby's ex basically letting her know what was going on in his household that she didn't like him that um jacoby didn't know how to run his household all like all of these things and it leads to kim actually taking money out of out of i guess their joint account uh, her and jacoby's jacoba her and jacoby's joint accounts and going to buy an apartment or going to get an apartment because she was like listen i put up with this disrespect too long you allowed this disrespect to happen too long now i'm tired and basically i'm ready to go so she moved out <sighs> jacoby said hey i've talked to my mom but she is who she is da 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 
Like, if you in that predicament, do you expect your, we're going to say husband, do you expect your husband to check his mom to a certain extent? Like, hey, this is my wife. You're not going to disrespect her. Or do you let the fact that that is his mom slide? Me personally, what you're not going to do, Brenda, is come in my household where I pay the bills or where me and your hu- me and your son pay the bills and you're not going to disturb my peace or my sanity in my house to the point where I feel like I have to go. And for the husband to allow that to happen, to allow it to get to that point to where she felt like, look, I have no other way out of this because you are defending her. You're taking her side. You are allowing her to disrespect me. You're not sticking up for me. You're not, in a sense, fighting for me. So now the smallest thing turns into something bigger because your mom is here. And it, it, her being here is amplifying everything else. Like, Brenda, what you're not going to do is stroll up in here on your walker. She may, I'll take that back. That woman probably ain't even on a walker. I'm sorry, God. Don't put her on the walker, especially if she's not on one. In Jesus' name, amen. But what you're not going to do is stroll in here, disrupt my sanity, bring chaos in my household, and you stay for a few years, and I go as if I don't live there, as if I don't get mail there, as if my name ain't on the mailbox outside as Mrs. Whoever. Oh no, that's 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 not how this works. Mon Duke's gonna have to go. You hear me, Brenda? You gonna have to go. What's the place from uh, Golden Girls? Shady Pines. Pack it up, Brenda. Cause obviously we finna put you in the home. Lord, that woman wasn't old enough to be in no home. I take that back, Jesus. I'm sorry. But, like, what do you allow to happen? Or how far do you allow, would you allow um, the disrespect or the disruption in your household? Like, could you? would you let your significant other's parent move in and maybe it's not the mom maybe maybe it doesn't have to be a mom maybe it's a dad would you let their parent move in if it's causing friction in your marriage do you sacrifice your marriage for the sake of a parent or do you make that conscious decision to fight now by the end of the episode it was updated that um jacoby doesn't have a relationship with his mom anymore or he rarely talks to her um that Kim is they're back living together that basically everything is better he doesn't like I said except he doesn't really have a relationship with his mom anymore you know he said that he didn't it was hard for him to cut ties with his mom because that's the only family that he has and Kim took that as like a shot at her because she said you know I moved I packed up my life to come live with you to build with you i accepted all of your family as my own including her and you feel like that's the only family you got like that's disrespectful her and uh kim and brenda got into it 
And Brenda was like, well, you asked me for money because you didn't pay a bill, da 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 Kim said, yes, I've, mis- I've mismanaged money in the past. True enough, but let's be clear. I didn't ask for anything from you. Not your presence, not your opinion, and not your money. When I say that's going to be my new line if you piss me off, I didn't ask for anything from you. Not your presence, not your opinion, and not your money bitch um because sometimes you just need to add that final little punch in there but my question to you would you allow it to happen how long you will allow it to happen for the sake of that being your significant other's parent or would you shut everything down from the get-go like let let me know because like i said my duke's gonna have to roll huh <laughs> Baby, you finna kick push to this nursing home. Hey, honeys. So, I have an encouraging word for you. At least I hope it's encouraging to you. Because I might listen to this later on. And it may need to be encouraging to me. But... My encouraging word to you this week, or I'm sorry, new people, I'm sorry. Hey, how y'all doing? Y'all may not know what this is, but it's called Hey Honey. (laughs) And usually I give encouraging words or I give advice depending on the questions that I get. So, encouraging word, right? Stop expecting the bad. Stop preparing yourself for the worst. Because when you do that and you don't, like, no bad happens, you miss out on the moment of the good. You miss out on appreciating the good and being grateful for the good because you've spent so much of your time preparing yourself for the bad. You've spent so much of your time preparing yourself for every negative scenario and not being open to the positive scenarios and not giving yourself the opportunity to bask in the positivity of that moment for me i'm that i'm the type of person that like i see the good in people but i expect the bad like i expect you to piss me off i expect you to in a sense ghost me or just get ghosts whatever I expect you to be inconsistent. I expect you to lie at some point. Like my favorite line to tell people is I give you enough trust to hang yourself with. Once you hang yourself, all I got to do is cut you off. I just got to cut you down. Once I cut you down or cut you off, that's it. Ain't no coming back. Ain't no reviving. There's there's nothing beyond that point. But I'm still starting to learn like it's okay to give trust to people it's okay to give it's okay to give that you know part of yourself and be vulnerable a little bit i'm i'm working on it but in all of that i still prepare myself for the bad i can't speak for you i can't i can't speak for you i can't say oh this is what you do i can only speak for myself i can only say that from my experience I've come across people like being introduced in my life or to my life or whatever 
And I see the good. Don't get me wrong. But I also see the bad. And I stick, in a sense, to the bad. And I expect the bad to get worse. Before I expect the good to get better. And like I said, you miss so much. You miss so much. You miss the joy and the love and the peace and the positivity. Because you've prepared yourself, you've conditioned yourself. Let me let me say again, I'm speaking for me. And I'm speaking to me right now. But you've conditioned yourself for the bad. You've conditioned yourself to be ready to defend your thoughts, your ideas, or the fact that you prepared yourself for the worst. You've already, you've built up the wall. You put the security in front of the wall. You got the guard dogs in front of the wall. You got the, uh, the, what's that? The, Jesus, the barricade. You got the barbed wire. You got all of this to protect yourself. And if somebody wants to come into your life, they got to go through hell and hot water. I'm learning like I and you don't realize that you're doing it. You don't realize that you're arming yourself and preparing yourself for the bad in people and the bad in a situation. Instead of living in that moment and accepting the good and not just accepting the good, accepting the good with no backhand or no in a sense uh anticipation of an ulterior motive or anticipation of one of the scenarios that you've prepared in your head i'm the type of person if you argue with me or if i if i'm expecting an argument i prepare myself for this damn argument okay i prepare myself for this argument to come from each it can go from A, B, C, or D. The direction can come from north, south, east, west, south, east, north, east, east, west, whatever. I prepare myself because you're not going to catch me off guard. You ain't going to catch me slipping. But in doing that, I don't prepare for when the argument doesn't happen. Or I don't prepare for when something so good comes along that I'm not open to it and I'm not willing to accept it without the questions so my encouraging words to you is stop preparing yourself for the bad open up to the good open up to the possibilities of the good and the positivity in a situation now not every situation is going to be positive true enough and it's okay to have some type of defense but when you have so much of a defense that nobody can get to you you closing off and shutting off the people that actually want to be there i'm learning all of this in a sense if you listen to my last uh episode i told you about king and i'm learning this in dealing with king or talking to whatever you want to call it like us getting to know each other i'm learning that dang i really do prepare myself like for the 
the bad. I expect the good or I want the good or I'm sorry, I see the good, but I expect the bad. Like I expect things that's not even there. And I hate that. Like it served its purpose at one point in my life. But at this point now, it's not serving me a purpose except damaging the relationship that I'm trying to build. So, or friendship, whichever way this goes. Um, Because <laughs> I know it's like two of y'all that's listening that's going, oh, relationship. <laughs> but stop preparing yourself for the bad. Because when the bad doesn't happen, and you stuck in this mindset of, well, what do I do now? You've completely missed the moment of, hey, this could have been the best situation for me. Because you were too busy arming yourself for the bad. It's okay. Let them walls down. Let them guards go on break. Go feed them dogs. Like, <laughs> let let somebody in let some situation in because like I said every situation is not a bad situation it's okay to accept the good and the bad it's okay to be like okay you know what not really my favorite situation not really rocking with this but not living in that and allowing that one moment to set a new path for your life allowing that one moment to set some new habits because now we in an age where it's time to stop. It's, it's time to start breaking some habits. It's time to start breaking some generational curses. It's, 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 it's cut out. It's time out for that. We too grown at this point. And if you listening to me and you not grown yet, you're growing. And in your process of growing, you're going to start to realize, hey, it's some things that I've noticed in my parents and my siblings that I that doesn't apply to me that I don't want to accept for my life preparing myself and prepping myself for the worst and missing out on my best is one of those things and that's one of those habits that I need to break so I end this with I love you I end this with open up to your good stop preparing for the bad stop expecting the bad because the bad may never happen it's okay prepare yourself for your good you deserve it i love you well we have made it to the end of this episode for the week I greatly appreciate you sticking around, you enduring my randomness, you enduring my foolishness. Hopefully, I made you laugh, I made you feel some things, I made you think a little bit, made you hot under the collar a little bit. Hopefully, I didn't make you hot under the collar. I hope I didn't do that, but if I did, you can write me and let me know. Follow me on Instagram at uniquely underscore spoken underscore words. Follow me on Snapchat at Spoken underscore Red. I think that's my Snapchat name. I ain't even gonna lie to you. I think that it, I think that's my Snapchat name. 
but um reach out and let me know how you felt about these topics you know but anyway we've reached unique speaks and usually during unique speaks i give you a poem not all the time i'm let me not say usually i'm lying but (laughs) sometimes i give you a poem why because i'm a poet and i thought you should know it or i give you a quote y'all know what y'all getting this week a quote and the quote i actually said it in uh not the previous segment but a couple segments back when i was talking about brenda and kim and all that when kim said and i want y'all to take this quote with you but when kim said i never asked you for anything your presence your opinion or your money listen it's some people in your life right now that in a sense they want to tell you if it wasn't for me you wouldn't have a b c or d or it's some people in your life that even if they did do something for you you can appreciate what they did because it was something that you needed at the moment it was something that you needed at the time but you can still give them those lines (laughs) i didn't ask you for anything not your presence not your opinion and not your money now you can change that third one if you want to if they didn't they never gave you money but sometimes people come into your life and it can be family it can be friends it can be acquaintances where they feel like hey because i'm here you're benefiting this you're benefiting in some way shape form or fashion and that's not always the case because you being here may be disturbing my peace you being here may be disturbing my sanity it may be disturbing my healing so hey i didn't ask you to be here i didn't ask for your presence i didn't ask for your opinions because everybody feel like they should give their opinion their two cents when common sense is free apparently not everybody can afford it though but everybody decides or not everybody these people that come into your life decides decides Shanita? everybody that come in your life or these people may decide to give you their opinion when you didn't ask for it they may decide to give you their innocence well you know if it was just, if it was me i hate when people do that if it was me i wouldn't do this this and this bitch it ain't you all right it ain't you listen tell your nosy co-worker tell that family member that always that nosy aunt they always got something to say about somebody but can't keep a man cook potato salad or can't raise our own kids listen i didn't ask for your presence your opinion or your money like i said you can change that third one if, if they haven't given you money but for sure i didn't ask you for your presence or your opinion so do me a favor follow the ushers there are exits to your left to your right in front of you and behind you rise and pick one of these exits because at the end of the day you are not worth no person is worth your peace your sanity your healing your breakthrough your joy your happiness nobody is worth that 
they're not worth sa- you sacrificing that for the sake of their presence or for the sake of their opinion. Uh-uh. Homie, don't play that. So, it's time to get out of here for this week. But please remember, always remember that L-O-V-E is all we need. Red people, I love you. Honey buns, I love you as well. If you want to know why I call you red people, it's because my name is Red and you are my people. Until next time, I'll talk to you soon. Bye.